This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Australia's most amazing gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Current community affairs, the news and views you need to know. You are on the line with Dean Beck. Good afternoon. It's Thursday the 18th of February 2016. Thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. The Australian Christian Lobby, it seems, will stop at nothing. Last weekend, they debated with the leader of the Australian Equality Party uh, regarding all sorts of issues, including marriage equality. But what they failed to mention during that debate on Sky News was that they were currently working on trying to change the anti-discrimination laws so that they could have a lower threshold during the plebiscite debate. We're joined by the Honourable Mark Dreyfus. He is the Shadow Attorney General. Thank you very much for making yourself available today. Thank you very much for having me, Dean. This is a precedent that I imagine would be rather troubling for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is the LGBTI community. Yeah, we were appalled to see the Australian Christian Lobby um, even suggesting that this might be an appropriate course to take. It's appalling at at least two levels. First of all, uh, why should there be an exemption for anybody from long-standing anti-vilification laws, anti-hate speech laws, And the second is the very troubling implication that uh, the Australian Christian Lobby, which of course does not represent all Christian groups in Australia, it's just its name is the Australian Christian Lobby, it's a very fairly hard-right political organisation, it's clearly planning to run an ugly campaign if the plebiscite ever takes place. Indeed, and we're talking about a human rights issue here and they're asking to have an exemption so that they are more free to say what they wish regarding the human rights of a section of the community. I don't know of any precedent that has uh, enabled that previously and this is without doubt opening the gates to bring up some pretty revolting stuff, I would think. Yes, and that, well, as I say, it's a a clear indication of what this Australian Christian lobby is planning to do if there is a plebiscite. Uh, And I actually think that the resounding rejection that we saw over the last couple of days to the Australian Christian lobby's suggestion was very heartening. And it reminded me of the response of the Australian community to the suggestion from the uh, from uh, Prime Minister Abbott and Attorney General George Brandis that there ought to be a weakening of the racial vilification laws that we have had in Australia now for more than 20 years. They've served the country very well. Uh, I actually thought that the reaction to this suggestion from the Australian Christian Lobby that there ought to be a weakening of the anti-vilification laws in relation to sexual orientation uh, was pretty similar. People, most Australians, understand that we have laws in Australia that set standards, that draw a line around what is the kind of speech that's fit to use in public and will react very strongly to the suggestion that those laws ought to be weakened. Um, Just as the racial vilification laws have served us well, so too have the range of anti-discrimination laws relating to gay and lesbian people. 
There's been a sense within the LGBTI community that both sides of politics have been beholden to the Australian Christian lobby over the years. Are they losing their influence uh, in Canberra? We, as mainstream political parties, then try and listen to all views in the community uh, from all, all sectors, uh, all political viewpoints, and that's part of the democratic process, that if you're a large political party covering a, a, often a broad range of opinions within the party, you're going to try and listen to um, all groups, all lobby groups, but that doesn't mean listening doesn't mean agreeing. And I am very clear, and so is Labor, in rejecting any suggestion that we should be weakening vilification, anti-vilification laws. Uh, and that's the suggestion the Australian Christian lobby is making here. Uh, we've been equally clear in our rejection of the whole idea of a plebiscite, uh, which is not only a disgraceful waste of about $160 million of public money, it's likely to lead to real harm being done in the community because we, we've got a sense from... Uh, say, the way in which the anti-marriage equality debate was conducted in the United States or perhaps the way in which the Irish debate was conducted uh, in the lead-up to the referendum in Ireland on May 22nd last year, of what ugliness can emerge uh, if the opponents of marriage equality choose to engage in this kind of offence. We're speaking with uh, the member for Isaacs, uh, Shadow Attorney-General, the Honourable Mark Dreyfus. It's fair to say that the Labor Party had multiple opportunities to uh, look at and approve uh, marriage equality. Um, we're now in this situation that uh, it seems that our Prime Minister wishes to honour his uh, former leader's commitment to a plebiscite. Is there any chance or opportunity for him to change that point of view? It's open to Mr Turnbull to immediately reverse his acceptance of a position that was designed by his predecessor, Tony Abbott. Uh, Abbott, of course, astoundingly changed his position from where it was on May the 22nd last year when he said, in response to a suggestion that there ought to be a referendum or plebiscite in Australia, no, it's a, a marriage equality is a matter for the parliament. And that's, of course, totally right. It's only that later in the year, in order to solve what Abbott put seemed to believe was a problem in his own party room, that he dreamed up this idea of a plebiscite. And it's now apparent that one of the prices that Turnbull paid in order to become Prime Minister and to secure the votes in his party room was to say to people, we'll have this plebiscite. Uh, Turnbull himself uh, said that there ought to be a free vote in the Parliament, uh, and that's now gone out the window. It's yet another example of Turnbull saying one thing and doing another. I'm very disappointed, I've got to say. Uh, that Turnbull has ended up in this position of backing in uh, his predecessor's contrivance of a plebiscite. Uh, it's an absolutely backward step. It will lead to an ugly debate, I fear, and the Australian Christian lobby has shown us that. It's a waste of money, and it's throwing Australian democracy, turning it on its head. We have a parliament to make laws. Uh, we've never used plebiscites to make Australian laws and we should be proceeding to a free vote in the Australian Parliament. Are you confident that the Attorney-General will not uh, give any uh, credence to this request for the anti-discrimination laws to be uh, loosened during this period? 
Uh, Dean, I've learned long ago not to be confident in anything with this Attorney General. Uh, this is the Attorney General that said people have a right to be bigots, you know. And uh, Well, this would fit into that whole, nicely, wouldn't it? It would. And I can list a whole range of other failures by this Attorney General. So I'm sorry to say I don't have any confidence that he won't listen to the Australian Christian lobby. I hope he doesn't. It would be a retrograde step. Uh, we'll be fighting it every inch of the way. I think it's really important that we hold the line on laws that have served Australians and the Australian community very well, laws that have assisted us to be respectful and to respect diversity uh, in relation to racial matters as well as to sexual orientation. And uh, when you've got laws that have served the community well, uh, you leave them be. Uh, the, the idea that some political organisation or lobby group would come along and say well, actually, we're going to run this campaign in an offensive way and we want to be relieved from our duties and obligations under existing law, uh, I find laughable, frankly. And as I said before, it's really pleasing that uh, most uh, people who've commented on this uh, since the suggestion was put forward earlier in the week have rejected it. I would like to think that this is uh, the Australian Christian Lobby's sort of final gasps as they uh, extinguish, but they have been relentless of late uh, with their attacks on the LGBTI community and their attacks on LGBTI youth uh, and the safe schools roll out nationally. It is a major concern that, you know, every time the media gives it air, we see spikes in our counselling services and, and phone services for LGBTI youth and their, their challenges. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear you say that, Dean, but uh, it's not surprising. And indeed, it's something I've commented on myself about in relation to what I fear this plebiscite campaign is going to end up looking like, and particularly the effect on younger people, on LGBTI younger people, and particularly those younger people living in remote or regional areas who don't have access to counselling services, may not have support networks that LGBTI youth living in urban communities have. Uh, it, it is a real concern. We've got to push back as hard as possible. I'm still hopeful that the plebiscite won't happen. Partly I'm hopeful because if a Labor government's elected, we won't be having a plebiscite. And partly I'm hopeful that even now uh, Turnbull might be persuaded to change his mind and not proceed down this plebiscite path. But if we must have it, that is, if a coalition government is re-elected and there's a plebiscite, which will presumably be sometime in the next year, um, then it's doubly important that we concentrate very hard on making sure that the campaign associated with that plebiscite is conducted in a respectful and caring manner. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate your time and uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Thanks for having me, Dean. The Honourable Mark Dreyfus there, Deputy Manager of Opposition Business and Shadow Attorney General. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.